everyone, and welcome to That Wellness Podcast with Natalie Deering. I am so excited to be sitting here with Tammy Sollenberger. Hi, Tammy. Hey, Natalie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm super excited to talk to you. So I want to introduce Tammy to you all as listeners. Tammy is a licensed clinical mental health counselor. She's also an IFS certified supervisor. She holds a master's degree in marriage and family counseling, and she works in her own private practice in New Hampshire. She's also the host of her awesome, amazing podcast called The One Inside. And she's also the author of her fantastic book, which we'll be going into a little bit more in the podcast called The One Inside 30 Days to Your Authentic Self. You got some great stuff going on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it weird hearing that sometimes that stuff be repeated to you or yeah. all these awesome things that you do? Yeah. A part of me wants to give you like another list of oh, like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, a, um, I, it's Monday. I didn't want to get out of bed today <laughs> and my dog keeps barking, <laughs> driving me crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so it's sort of like, that's a nice list, but let me give you, <laughs> uh-huh. let me give you the real list. <laughs> yeah. I understand that. Right. It's like, yes, I have these things going on and they're awesome. And here's some other things about me yeah, that make me who I am. Yeah. That's just one part of me, right? There's one, yeah. there's one part of me that is, has all those fancy things, but there That's are right. lots of other parts of me. And yeah, so this, this other, I guess maybe this part that feels kind of uncomfortable with the fancy things is like, let me tell you the, the least fancy things. <laughs> So recognizing that, right, that maybe there's a part of you that would you say maybe is a little uncomfortable sometimes with acknowledging of all those awesome professional things that that you've done and then also acknowledging, yeah, there's those things and here's other stuff about me. Yeah. That also makes me authentically me. Yeah. Yeah. And all those things are true. Yeah. Beautiful. So I'd also love to share with the listeners how I, I how I know you. And I think this this is a story that. I've been wanting to share with you now that you and I have been working together as you being my IFS supervisor consultant person. So I came and I feel weird saying like a part of me feels weird saying like I came to know you through like you not knowing me, but me listening to you. Yeah. Right. And I'm, I feel like that's maybe also a weird thing to hear. You know, maybe people say to you sometimes is like, Maybe I feel like I know you or I feel connected to you when you never actually met them. But I started listening to your podcast called The One Inside at the start of the pandemic when there was a lot of changes in my life happening. We had our son. We decided to move. The pandemic literally happened all within like the four months of all of these things me us moving i had to leave my job of 10 years and then i decided to do my private practice full time so there was a lot of stuff going on and there were parts of me that were grieving there were parts of me that were trying to distract from the grieving and i was also kind of into really learning about ifs around that time and i found your podcast it was such a great resource for me during that experience of all the changes that were happening in my life it was it was a really beautiful resource for the the parts of me that loved IFS that were falling in love with IFS that were really curious about this work. I would go I had a lot of time in the beginning because I was still building my client load and and all of that. So I'd go to the gym and there was a track there and I would just I literally I scrolled down to the bottom like the start of your podcast and I just started listening like from the first mm-hmm. one 
all the way, you know, till I was caught mm-hmm. up. So it was such a beautiful resource for me. So I'm really grateful that you've brought this into the world. It's great. And I want to share this story. So I was listening to this was, I guess, two years ago now. I was listening to the episode where you interviewed now our mutual friend, Gabby Bernstein. And I'm I'm driving in my car on the highway and I'm listening to this episode that you're doing with her. And this is so funny now looking back, you two started talking on the episode about how Gabby was like, oh, I just got into a level one. And then you were like, oh, I'm going to be PAing a level one. But you all couldn't clarify if it was the same one. And I had found out that I was in a level one and I'm driving and I was like, you know, wouldn't that just be interesting if like all three of us were like in the same IFS level one training? And then they sent the roster. And I remember I was like looking through the names to see specifically if anyone else from Kentucky, where I'm from, was going to be in the training. There wasn't anyone else from Kentucky. You know, it's a small group, right? It's like, what, 30 people in training? Yeah. Yeah. But I saw Gabby's name and I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I got down to the PAs and I saw your name and I was like, that's weird. (laughs) It was so weird. It was amazing. I love that story so much. It was really, it felt like just like divine intervention, like the stars just aligned and it Mm -hmm. just was like, all right, this is really interesting. I was so excited. And, you know, an IFS level one is what, six months long? Yeah. They, yeah. When I did it, it was a year. So, but now, yeah, they've changed with, with uh, Zoom and stuff. It's changed. Uh So yeah, I mean, it's at least six months. It's at least six months. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe eight. Yeah. But I, I, I. (laughs) I remember I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to connect with Tammy. And then I didn't meet with you at all. Like I wasn't paired with you at all until the very last day. The very last day we were in like one of those experiential triad things and you were the PA. And then I was also matched with another friend of mine that I had made in the training named Christine. And I had already felt super comfortable with Christine and parts of me already felt really comfortable with you again, just from listening to the podcast. And it was, again, I just felt like it was a perfect way to end the training for me because I don't, you probably don't remember this, but I, I asked Christine cause Christine was going to play my therapist in the, you know, yep, triad. triad. Yeah. The triad thing. And I was going to be the client. And I was like, I, my parts feel comfortable with this becoming an unburdening by that point it was you know it's like six to eight months of getting to know your parts and it was just the perfect situation because I felt comfortable with you I felt comfortable with Christine and you were a beautiful guide for Christine and helping her guide me and my parts with that unburdening so it was just like it was perfect was that the first unburdening you had 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 yes yeah ah I love that yeah Wow. That's so great. It, I love yeah. that story. My heart feels just like open and warm. And I just, um, yeah, it, it, it's also just a really, I want to, I want to use a different word than weird because weird doesn't describe <laughs> it, but it's just a, um, like, and I also want to say like, it's just such an honor, but honor doesn't even capture it. Right. It's just an honor to hear that. Like, I love, I love the whole story. Like, I love that the podcast was helpful to you and it was like a companion during, you know, in 2020 when it was, mm-hmm. you know, life was awful, <laughs> you know, it was just crazy yeah. and scary. And I love that. And I love like, and I know you and Gabby have become really good friends. And so, yeah, I just love that whole thing. And I, I love also the idea that 
you know, where there's this connection, you know, and then, and then now you have your own podcast, which is so exciting. I'm yeah. so excited for you. Thank and you. yeah, there's just sort of like this connection was supposed to be, I love that. Yeah. It, it really, it just, it felt like it all just was meant to happen the way that it did. Yeah. I love yeah. it. That's great. And I'm, I'm really curious to talk to you today about your journey in IFS and specifically, how did you get involved with IFS? I love asking this question to people who are in the IFS community, because I know for me, I didn't come across IFS until I was eight years into practicing as a therapist. I had never heard about it until I was in yoga teacher training. And the yoga teacher who I love, her name is Jessica. She was sharing with the group one day about IFS. And at the time I was like, oh, that's interesting. But it just like went over my head. Like yeah. I wasn't ready to like take it in. And then a client came into session one time and they brought it up to me and we were using the complex PTSD workbook. And there was like a little paragraph in there about IFS. And I read that and it was like, it all clicked. And then that's when I was ready. So I'm curious to know, how did this work for you? Because now I feel like I'm coming across people who are hearing about it in their graduate school program, which parts of me are like so jealous of that they're yeah. <laughs> learning about it so early on. Yeah. But what was it for you? Yes, yeah, similar. I, um, you know, I didn't learn about it in grad school. I had been practicing for years and um, was at a training about something else. And this woman, so I live in New Hampshire and Dick had moved to Boston. And so it had really ramped up in Boston. And so this woman had come up from Boston to do a training and she uh, mentioned that there was this new, which I'm putting in quotes because it had been around for like 20 years at that right. point, this new uh, type of therapy that was, you know, really popular in Boston. And, you know, and I have parts of like, oh, well, I want to do the popular thing. What's, what's everybody doing? I want to get in, in on what mm. everybody's doing. So there's that, that kind of peaks, peaks my interest a little bit. And then she said, she talked about being curious and mm. about the idea about like, what if we were curious about, like, and it wasn't even parts. I don't, I don't even remember she used the word parts, but she started talking about being curious and I was trained in DBT and CBT. And so, you know, we weren't curious about behaviors. We tracked behaviors. We challenged thoughts. I tracked my own behaviors. I challenged my own thoughts. And so it was very, I was like, that's really interesting. Like, what if, like, what if I became more curious about you know, what was going on in my life and what's happening for me. And what if I became more curious and invited my clients to be more curious about, you know, whatever it was, was, was happening. And like, that felt different. Like it felt softer. It felt nice. It didn't mm -hmm. feel so not argumentative, but this sort of like, I don't know, it just felt it had a different feeling to it. Yeah. Um, but similar to you, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Went back to my office, Googled it, kind of read about it. And then this really long story, which I'm not going to get into because it's really long. And I don't share it a lot because it's really weird, but I <laughs> ended up, I ended up meeting somebody who was in the IFS community at like a, like a baby shower situation. Huh. And she was kind of there as like a therapist thing. And it was crazy. It was this crazy, like serendipitous meeting. Yeah. Um, and so then I was like, okay, I need to be paying attention to this. And then Dick was doing a week long training at Cape Cod, which was, it's not oh. a, it's, it's almost like an introduction to IFS. Um, and so those three things, and I was like, okay, I'm clearly, this is, this is meant to happen, meant to happen. Yeah. And so I did the, the week long with Dick and I, you know, I worked on so much stuff and I was like sobbing. I mean, mm -hmm. I was a mess. I was a hot mess 
And then I was like, there's something, something is up with this. Like I, my husband at the time, we're divorced now, but my husband at the time, you know, I started feeling differently and reacting differently to him because he was, Mm -hmm. you know, him and my son were there in Cape Cod with us. We we did a vacation, which was super fun, but um, yeah. And so then I started therapy. I still see my, my son was three. So this was nine years ago. Yeah. Crazy. But I started seeing an IFS therapist and just started doing Mm -hmm. my own work. And then got in on this was the trainings were different then, but you needed to like really work to get a training to come to your state. And so there was already people trying to get IFS to come to Maine. And so I started attending all the meetings to get IFS to come to Maine. Um, And we finally got IFS, you know, to come and do a level one training in Maine. So Yeah, that's what happened for me. Yeah. Isn't that interesting how I feel like the universe plants seeds, you know, it'll be like, oh, here's a little thing here. And then it's like either we take it or we don't at that time, because maybe we're just not meant to fully at that moment in time. And then another thing happens, like another seed is, and then you're like, oh, and then eventually something sprouts. I love that. And then you're like, oh, yes, this is the thing. And I felt similar to you, what you're describing. You know, I had eight years of experience being trained and yeah, like, of course, like cognitive behavioral therapy, you know, I feel like that's kind of the backbone that most yeah. therapists get trained in. Cause you know, it has, it has its benefits, you know, yeah. for, for yeah. sure. But so I had that and then I was getting into like meditation and yoga and somatic kind of work and all of those things are great, but it didn't feel, it still felt like something was missing. Yeah. Right. Like it, it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, these things are are helpful and can provide, I feel like help and care in the moment. And they can like things like meditation and yoga and movement, they can make great things to invite in on a daily basis just to help stay like in connection with now I know like your parts and self and all of that. Yeah. But something was missing in regards to like the full understanding yeah. of what's going on inside and then how to actually invite healing. Yeah. And so with yeah. IFS, it was just like, bing, you know, yeah, and, I love it. and so how do you feel like I've been seeing my own IFS therapist as well? And you said you've been seeing yours for, you know, nine or so years. And how do you feel like IFS has played a role in your life, both personally and professionally? <laughs> um, well, professionally is e- sort of easier to answer that professionally. Um, you know, professionally is, you know, totally changed my professional. I mean, I'm still there. I'm still a therapist, um, which is important to me to still be a therapist, like a private mm-hmm. practice therapist. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it changed my work, like how I work with clients, it changed how I work with clients. And then, um, which we, we can talk about that a little bit more, but, you know, change how I work with clients, but then it was like, okay, so, and I talk about this too, like I was in my, my, so my son was three and I was in these, I was in mom groups. I only worked like part-time and, um, you know, the mom groups that were in were like these smart, intelligent, educated women. And I was like, these people are never going to hear about IFS. Like they're never mm-hmm. gonna, you know, they're never going to go to a training, um, you know, and, and then like, how would they hear about it? And they're all, they were sort of, some of them were in therapy. Like these are you know, my kind of women, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're all in therapy. You know, so, so I just started thinking about, you know, so I started thinking about podcasts, like, again, really interesting thing. Like, like somebody in my life was like doing a podcast and I found out I actually ended up having like three people in my life doing like big podcasts, like local, like in-person people, like doing big podcasts. Two were doing marriage podcasts. One was doing like health coaching podcasts. And so that kind of, that was the same kind of thing, like little nugget, little nugget, little nugget. And I'm like, okay, like this is, 
you know, I should do something with this. And so yeah. I started doing the podcast, um, which has been super fun and really, you know, interesting and, you know, getting to meet lots of people. And so that, and then after I did that, wrote the book and, um, but so for me, I think the podcast and the book and the stuff that I've done with IFS really has been about making it accessible. Um, mm. And I remember one point doing like a job interview at a counseling center and they're like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And I was like, this was, you know, probably, I don't know, 20 years ago. And I was like, mm -hmm. what I would love is to go into like a local business, like the local insurance company business that, you know, that hires 20,000 people in our town and yeah. teach them what, what we're talking to people in the therapy room about. I want to go to this insurance business and tell them because they're mm. not going to therapy. Right. There's been always this idea of like, I want to take this thing out of the therapy room and teach it and make it more accessible, not teach it necessarily, but share it, share it, like make it accessible, like make right. it a language and mm -hmm. the way people talk and think that makes it accessible to yeah. people that are busy and doing their lives and you know, might not go to therapy. So that's something that I think has been just on my heart you know, for years. I don't know why, but I mean, I can think about why, but anyway, so yeah, that's professionally, it's changed that. Yeah. Um, and personally, you know, it has changed, you know, it's really changed everything in my life about how I treat myself, what I want in my relationship, what I, you know, how I talk to my partner now and how he talks to me and how he's an mm -hmm. IFS therapist. So, you know, we, <laughs> you know, it, it really has cha changed how I parent. Um, yeah. you know, it just, it, it does, we say this all the time, right? It changes everything. And so it right. really, it really has. It really does. And I feel like, I think parts of me sometimes, I don't know if I'm about to say this in the right way, but like in the way that it really, I'm feeling it, but it does change everything. And I feel like when I say that sometimes I have parts of me that worry, like, does that sound weird? <laughs> yeah. But it's true though, because it really is a huge shift in how we are getting to know ourselves and these various parts within us, these various energies, and also how we then start to have relationships with other people. And it's like, I look back at, oh gosh, like I wish I had IFS in my twenties. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I was talking about that with someone recently where I was like, oh man, oh, I'm so happy for people that I meet that are finding IFS in their teens in their twenties and their at any point. Right. But especially just earlier in their life, because it is a, it's just such a beautiful and empowering way to get to know yourself. And since doing IFS with my own, you know, parts work, I truly feel like this is the way in which we can really get to know who we are. Right. I feel like there's always that existential question of like, who am I? And, and people are like, well, I don't really know. And that will always be the question, but I'm kind of like, well, actually, I feel like there is a way to get to know who you are. Yeah. And that is to get to know all the different parts of you that are in there that make you who you are along with this beautiful energy of self, right? With a capital S, which I feel like sometimes we don't always talk about. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of talk about parts, which again, love, that's important. And there's also this healing energy resource of self that's in there. And yeah, yeah that was, that was something for me like and getting to know the parts of me that were connected to like my anxieties and fears and things that I had struggled with in my life in that way. It was this radical idea of like, 
or this understanding of getting connected with that self energy within of like, oh, wait, I can actually be here with my parts with that calm, that curiosity, that compassion, and that can be healing that I don't actually always necessarily need a a technique. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I feel like that's where other things like maybe CBT and, you know, DBT, which again, all great things. They provide a lot of help. Yeah. But it is, it's kind of that, that is kind of more of like, okay, here are some ways, like you said, to challenge this, what we know as is a part, right? Like let's right. challenge the part as opposed to maybe be curious and lean in and move towards the part. It's more of like, oh, I see you, but I don't want you here. And so here are these other techniques and things we can do to maybe make you not go away because it's not going away, but kind of be covered up, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you just said covered up because I did think that I thought actually all those strategies, which are great, but they really do just sort of add these coverings, which then then just sort of make more work instead of the uncovering of here's a part, here's a part, here's a part, here's a part. And then here's myself, here am I. That feels freeing and lighter than here's a behavior, here's a strategy, here's something I can do. That feels like I'm adding, I'm adding things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different feel, and and though again, like like you're saying, like those things aren't bad, but it just feels like there's a different feeling, and that I know that yeah. doesn't really help people, but that's what it feels like to me, is it feels like yeah. a different, different f- experience, right? And I feel like it's, I don't know if you still get this, but you know, I'll get people who contact me for therapy, and most of them now who contact me are, are familiar with IFS, but you know, I still get people who have never heard of it before. And they're contacting me for for therapy. And I feel like sometimes in our society, I, I wonder there is this kind of like they're not teaching us as little humans in school to really kind of be curious about this stuff or be compassionate. It is kind of has this feel of, oh, you're doing this behavior or you're having this feeling. Let's label it as good or bad. And okay, the bad ones here again, like these techniques and things we can do or punishments you know, to try and make these things go away. So then by the time we're adults or teenagers, you know, it makes sense to me that then I'm getting people coming to me sometimes that, you know, whose goal is they're like, okay, I I have anxiety and I'd like it to go away. Makes sense. Right. Because anxiety can feel awful. (laughs) It can feel awful and it can really have a big impact in our life in a negative way in the sense that it impacts maybe our ability to like go to work or be present with our families. Right. Or to sleep. And, and then I feel like sometimes when I express this uh, understanding of, of self energy, because I feel like, again, our culture, culture kind of like has this belief of, okay, let's learn techniques and skill sets to get rid of this, to make it go away. Yeah. And then when you present IFS, I feel like sometimes for people it's, it's like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. And then sometimes I feel like it activates parts of like, well, but wait, yeah, there's gotta be almost like this feeling of like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be another tool. Yeah. There's gotta be another thing that you can give me, which I completely understand. Cause again, it's like when you're suffering and you're feeling that, that pain, you want it to stop. Right. Yeah. Right. They come because they want to be fixed, right. Fix, fix me or someone wants me to be fixed. So fix me so that. 
And so then just the idea of saying like, this is where IFS changes everything by saying, okay, so there's a part that really wants to fix your anxiety. Like that makes a lot of sense to me. So do you, do you get that? That there's a part that wants to fix it? Yeah. So how do you feel towards that part that wants to fix it? Let's get to know the part that wants to fix it. And that doesn't feel like fixing it, but it is. Right. Right. Like if we got to know the part that wants to fix it, then we're going to get to know a lot. We're going to uncover, right? We're going to unblend. We're going to get to know a lot about the part that wants to fix blank. So we all have them, right? Think about whatever it is in your life that you want to fix or change. Mm -hmm. There's a part of you that wants to fix or change that thing. So can you get to know the part that wants to fix the thing? Right. And let's just start there. That's a great place to start. Yeah. Because by getting to know the part that wants to fix the other one or that wants to make the other one go away, it's helping, I feel like, invite, well, you're unblending, right? So you're writing more access to self-energy, which is going to feel most of the time, I feel like more calm. But also, again, this feeling of if you can get curious about that part, then if there's fear present, then the fear, the parts that hold fear are stepping back giving space. And that in itself can just feel like a huge shift within instead of being blended with those polarizations, right? Right. The, the part that's activating in the way that it is. And the part that wants the other one to go away and not feel like that. And then other parts that are afraid of the other ones. Right. And then it's, it can feel just like a chaos within. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel IFS does a beautiful job of helping I like to visualize it sometimes as like, it's all these people and, you know, in like a crowded room and then you're just in, you're getting to know, or at least inviting them to step back so that you're all like in the room together, but you're not feeling overwhelmed or crowded. It's like, okay, let's invite some more spaciousness so that we can see each other more clearly. We can get to know each other with that compassion and understanding. Right. And that, I just feel like it invites so much settling. Yeah. I mean, imagine, right, right. Well, and so, you know, if it's, if it's this room, then it's a room of screaming, chaotic, (laughs) right. Craziness. (laughs) And so we're like, I don't want to go in that room. I want that room to shut up. Mm -hmm. Right. Or, or, or I'm going to do anything to not enter that room. So I, so I'm not, I don't want to go to therapy or I don't want to turn inside, or I don't want to talk about what's going on in my life. Because if I do, I have to enter that room of screaming. So, so we spend a lot of time just avoiding the screaming room. Yeah. So what IFS says is actually a lot of calmness happens when we our true selves, we enter the room. And just by entering the room and looking around and saying like, Hey, I'm here. Who wants to say something? Mm -hmm. Everyone can take a seat. And just imagine if everyone takes a seat or even if they don't take a seat, but there is now I'm in the room, there's less screaming, there's less chaos. I'm here. I'm curious. I want to know what's going on. And my whole system settles down. Yeah. Then I can look at this one who wants to fix this one and this one who's pissed off at this one and this one that says you need to change this and this one who tells me I'm a big fat idiot. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. I'm here and I'm listening and there's space between me and them. There's space between them all. So there's not so much chaos. There's not so much yelling. Let's just start there. And thinking of what you said, you know, sort of, I want to, you know, sort of get to know who we are and get to know our personalities and get to know what makes me, me, this is a beautiful way to start. Let's just enter the room. 
let's just enter the room and see what's going on. Who's yeah, here? I love that. Yeah. And that's, and it, I feel like it's, and it's kind of this radical way of looking at ourselves, right? Because again, we're not taught to look at ourselves in this way. Yeah. It comes, I feel like culturally from a, 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 a blended state and also very managerial of, okay, I see this. I don't like it. How do we make it stop? Or how do we fix it? How do we change it? And to invite that curiosity and that openness, it can be so radical, so different, but that's where the healing happens for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, And then being with the parts that are scared of that, like sort of just Mm -hmm. thinking about like what comes up for me is you say that, like, that's where the healing happens. Okay. So there's a part maybe that feels overwhelmed by that. There's a part that's afraid of like, what am I going to hear when I walk into that room? You know, am I just going to be met with criticism and shame? Then no, I'm just going to go eat cookies because I don't want to feel the criticism and shame. So, you know, sort of being with the part that's afraid to go in the room, that's afraid or overwhelmed or just really hesitant to go into the room because that's understandable too. And that part's welcome. So let's get to know that part. Yep. Yeah. And this is where I feel like it can get, I think sometimes it can overwhelm. I think some other parts, this idea of, oh, wait, so wait, how many parts are in there? (laughs) (laughs) Right. 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 It's like, well, one at a time. Right. And so I say, and and I'm sure that I'm not the only one that says that. (laughs) I'm sure I didn't come up with this, but let's just get to know that one right there. Like the one that's right here Right. right now, the one that says, oh my gosh, how many parts do I have? Let's start with that part. Mm-hmm. And have you get to know that part because that's all like, it's, it's one of, you know, it's so simple. So the part that's like, oh my gosh, what the hell? Let's yeah. just get to know that part right there. There's a yeah. million parts and oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we have multiple personality disorder. Oh my goodness. What's good. Okay. Let's get to know that part right there. The part mm-hmm. that's skeptical or worried or like, this is weird or mm-hmm. this is crazy. Yeah. Of course, it is a little bit weird. I totally welcome those parts. So let's just have you get to know whoever's in front of you right now. You don't need to get to know all the parts in the room. You just need to get to know one. And Mm -hmm. you just need to get to know the one that's blocking the door. Right. That's fine too. Mm -hmm. And then if that's all you do today, if that's all you do for the next month or six months, if you hang out with that one part that's blocking the door and find out its story and what's going on and how is it protecting you and what's it protecting you from, great. Beautiful. That itself is life-changing. It is. It really is. And I heard someone, I think this was a friend of mine that said this, that she's also an IFS therapist. And she said, how'd she say this? It was like the helpful or the good thing about IFS is that it's slow. And, but also the frustrating thing about IFS is that it's, it can be slow. Right. And so, but it's like the way she said it, it was, I I probably just butchered that, but (laughs) it was the message being like, it can feel slow sometimes depending on, like you were saying, like if there's a part blocking the door maybe it needs a couple months to really be with self and to really express itself in a way before it feels okay to give space and step back. And yeah, that can take, like you said, sometimes months or it can happen in one minute. It just depends. Yeah. It it just depends. But whatever it is that's happening is what needs to happen for that part necessarily. Right. Yeah. And it's having that what's not mentioned in the eight C's are those P words too. And I always think about patience, patience yeah. and persistence and just being with in the yeah. way that the part needs. Yeah. And I think that unless you've experienced it, you don't, and, and maybe even me too, like there are times that I don't appreciate 
the power of healing of just being with. Yes. Just me being with that part that's blocking the door. I'm not even able to get in to find out who wants to fix what and whatever's happening. I'm just being with a part that says, not today. Let's just watch TV and eat cookies. Like not today. We're just going to hang out here. So by just getting to know that part, there's so much calmness mm-hmm. and and light and ease that enters my system. And so by experiencing that, I can feel the benefits of it. It's like trying to say, like to explain someone like the power of self, like you said, right? Like we don't, you know, we're so, we focus so much on getting to know parts that we don't really focus on the, the I, mm-hmm. the, the who is getting to know the part. Right. Um, and that idea that just feeling that, like feeling that in our system, like having that come into our systems a little bit more or create space for that a little bit more that there's so much, I hate to say this, but sort of like quality of life that ha- like sort of positive quality mm-hmm. of life happens sort of our old therapy terms, you know what I mean? Like improving quality of life, like that yeah. happens with an experience of self. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's where I feel like I can get kind of tongue tied sometimes trying to talk about self and self energy, because I do feel like it is just so much of a felt experience that it's hard to explain, but yeah, yeah. it is there. That's what I think is so cool and so empowering is that it is there within every single person. Yeah. And that's just, it's such a, yeah, empowering thing to experience when you have that realization and then you feel it, you actually feel it in relation with your parts. Yeah. It's yeah. so cool. <laughs> It is. It's so cool. So I'm curious to know too, to just to dive in a little bit in your book. And I think I heard you say this on one of your podcast episodes recently. Did you describe, you said someone else said that your book was like IFS for dummies or something like that. Yeah. I was on another podcast and he, I don't know how he, but he was like, yeah, it's like (laughs) IFS for dummies. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I want it to be. (laughs) And I appreciate those books out there because you know, they can get really, really into all the things. And sometimes it can be kind of confusing or just kind of, kind of, you know, of like, Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) So your books greatly appreciated and the way you break it down, you break it down into three phases. Yeah. And I was wondering if we can kind of go into just a little bit about those three phases and what those and like, what, like why you chose those. Yeah. So again, you know, I really wanted the book, I want it to be accessible and I wanted it to be, you know, I want it to not just be for people in the IFS community. And so um, I wrote the book with every, so every chapter is one word. So I, I tried to make it as simple and easy as possible. So every, every chapter is one word. Um, and so it really just breaks down like self, like sort of there's a, there's a big introduction that kind of explains IFS and then you know, day, and so it's 30 days. So day one, um, I don't know if day one is self actually, I think day one is one. And I talk about multiplicity and then it just sort of every day is a different word. And so the first section is, um, really about just getting to know who's in the room, right? Like who Mm -hmm. you are, who's in the room. How do you begin to know who's in the room? How do you get, begin to know who's, you know, who's, who are the major players in the room and just really walks you through how to do that. Not in an intellect. There's a little bit of an intellectual way, but really there's a practice. Like, so there's, it's, there are short chapters every day has like a, a little mindfulness 
not really like a, but a, a practice to get to know your parts at the end of every day. And so the first section is really about just getting to know who's here, you know, who are mm-hmm. the managers, who are the firefighters, who are the exiles, sort of what that, what do those things mean? And, and how do you get to know who's in the room? And then the second part is, or it's called trail. I think the first part's mapping, mapping. the second mm-hmm. part's trailheads. And so we talk about trailheads in IFS. We basically, we use that word as like a trigger. So the second part is really about more about getting to know your parts, getting to know the things that trigger them, and then kind of building a relationship with them. So the first part is like kind of like who's in the room. The second part's like, how do you really friend and, and just continue getting to know and kind of hang out with who's in the room? And then the third part, so those are kind of broad. And then the third section is picking a specific part and then walking through what you basically would walk through. Like you said, you, you know, how you, and un- unburdening. So, mm-hmm. um, when, when we met officially, <laughs> when I met you. Mm-hmm. And so that's the f- third part really walks you through what that looks like. Like, yeah. what, so if you were in therapy, what is it that I'm going to ask you? What are the questions that I'm going to ask and mm-hmm. how, am, how would I lead you through picking one part and then unburdening that part? And so that's the third, that's the third section. Yeah. And I love how you put in the third section of healing with witness, you call it withness. So <laughs> W-I-T-H slash N-E-S-S. Yeah. Witness. Yeah. Witness. Yeah. yeah. And again, I don't know if I made that up or if I heard it somewhere because I, that's what happens. Sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I made this up sure. or where yep. this came from, <laughs> but I, but I love this idea, right? This idea of being with. And so there's this withness idea that it's like, you know, we think about that, like a, a friend's having a hard time or like I talked about, you know, I went through a divorce and I have a friend that I have two friends actually that lost their husbands in the past like five years. Mm. Yeah. And so like, you know, the, the people that were with me, the people that still are with me, that check in with me, they're with me. And there's a feeling of that, that, that that's what I need. Right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I appreciated the people that that brought me food or people that you know do stuff for me. Obviously, you know, I really appreciate that, but really it's just the people that are with me. And so that idea that if I, my true self am with my parts, if that's the idea is they're alone and they're scared, mm. confused, and they're, you know, all this, and they're all yelling at each other, you know? So, yeah. so when that's happening, when I can be with, there's just such power in this withness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I love that. I love that. I love it. Yeah. It, it- Because again, yeah, it just, it really feels to me like, and we're with a part with the love and the openness and compassion and just presence, right? I mean, again, that can make a whole bunch of difference. So I love, yeah, how you organized in your book and you made it, yeah, very easy to read, very easy to follow and and to understand the mapping of your parts, just like you said, the understanding of like, oh, this is a part of me, you know, because I feel like that is a, um, that's a great first step, right? It's just like, oh, I notice I always get this like pain in my lower back at the end of the day. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. That could be, that could be a part, you know, that's expressing that way. Or, oh, I noticed that a part of me, I always like to use this this example. There's a part of me that like really wants Chipotle, but then there's another part that like (laughs) would rather or wants us to cook more at home, you know? And so understanding that those are parts, right? And then to give the the resources in the book of then using those as trailheads to really get to know them better, to befriend them. And that's, I think, is another radical thing about IFS is the befriending, 
right? Of again, like we're not trying to force them or change them or have them go away or to turn our backs. It's like, can I be with this part in a way that I can be friended? I can get to know it because that is energy of self as opposed to that rejecting maybe energy from another part that wants it to be fixed or or changed. That's life. I mean, that's another life changing thing, right? Yeah. If I if I'm if I can pay attention to, okay, I have parts, and you know there are all these different parts. Okay, who are my major players, and then can I befriend them and get to know them? I mean, those two things alone is huge, like huge. Yeah. Right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because again, it can be so different than what we've been doing our whole life, right? Up right. until that point. Yeah. And. I know we're coming close to the end, but I wanted to share, I wrote down a quote that you had towards the end of your book. Cause I thought it was so beautiful. I'm going to read it. Is that okay? Of course. <laughs> you, you put in there, you said the true gift is in recognizing and in knowing you are a self, a grounded spirit, a contented, calm, clear-minded, creative, connected center. This is who you are and who you are intended to be. It's beautiful. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's very beautiful. Yeah. The dog, the dog's like it too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I, and I remember, I think I don't, I don't know if I said this there or not, but I remember saying there's also this sort of like, we forgot, but yeah, it's almost like, I think we forgot, like we forgot that that's who we were. You know, there's this, yeah. And and the idea that if that's who we are, then th- that that's another thing that changes everything. Cause then, then maybe I'm not just something that needs to be fixed. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm not something that's broken. Maybe I'm not just doomed to be an addict or doomed to be perfectionistic or are doomed to, you know, have terrible relationships or mm-hmm. not be able to be in relationships or, you know, eat Chipotle every single night because it's, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, it's sort of like, you know, maybe I'm not doomed to that. You know, maybe, maybe that, maybe that voice that tells me I am unworthy, unlovable, mm-hmm. not good, a piece of crap, you know, maybe that voice isn't actually right. And yeah. maybe I can actually get to know that part, that voice that's telling me that. Yeah, right. And exactly. see what would happen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it was beautifully. Yeah. I love the way you, you put all of that at the end of your book. And then you also give a little blip in the back about invitations for further exploration. And this is where you mentioned, you know, reread the book. Cause I know me, like I'll read a book and then, you know, you forget you're not taking it all in. Right. So rereading it can be a great way to really soak in some more stuff, create a daily practice of checking in with your system, asking like, okay, who's there. You know, you mentioned like maybe when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed or like randomly during the day, and then journaling with your parts. And I feel like, I feel like journaling is one of those words now where you hear journal. And then I feel like a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? You know? Yeah. So real yeah. can you give a quick little example of like a way to journal with your parts? Yeah. My favorite way is just to write a P with a circle around it, right? The part P I suck P let's go eat Chipotle. Mm. 
like P1, I suck. P2, let's eat Chipotle. P3, okay. let's eat at home. P4, oh my God, you guys are so annoying. You know what I mean? Sort of imagine it being like just a dialogue. Like, yeah. what? And, and, and again, not trying to change anything. Let's just notice who's there. Mm-hmm. And then can you tell a difference between the one that says I suck and the one that says let's go eat Chipotle and then the one that says let's eat at home and the other one says forget it, let's just go to bed. Yeah. Or, you know, can you sort of writing them all down? Like what they're, and this is all sort of what they're saying, like kind of self-talk, but it really could be like pain in my body. It could be mm-hmm. big emotions, you know, so just sort of writing it down that way. So I like doing that P1, P2, P3, writing them down. And then you can, you can write an S for self, right? Mm. I hear you all. And I'm, and self mm-hmm. I'm not trying to fix anything. I'm not trying to solve anything. I might just say again, witness, I hear mm-hmm. you all. Thank you for talking to me. Thank you for telling me your opinions. Like I'm, I'm here listening. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So that's, that's a great way to journal with your parts, right. Is just even just, I feel like writing down anything that comes to your mind and then looking at the page and then maybe seeing like, Oh, this is a part. So P one, Oh, this is another part P two, you know? Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. I mean, I definitely like, and I'm a big journaler, so I can journal and be like, Oh my gosh, blah, 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 blah. And then like sort of the narrative, right? Sort of the mm-hmm. story. Here's the complaint or whatever. And then I can do, okay, that's a part. And then I can kind of pick out the parts that I'm hearing because then there's yeah. a little bit more room, like after mm-hmm. sort of I dump the story, right? I've got to dump right. the story and then there's a little bit more room to recognize, okay, what, what are the parts I'm hearing in the story? That's another way to journal, like yeah. dump the story. And then who are the parts I'm hearing inside the story? Right. Cause writing it down. I mean, that's a form of unblending, right? Cause you're, you're literally getting it onto a page yeah, and good. having some space there. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like there's so much more we could get into and I'll just have you back on another time to talk about like the Enneagram and your love and that. And because I find that interesting. And then a a new, a new book's coming out, right? When is that book? Is it called All Together Us? Yep. All Together Us. I don't know when it's coming out. It's supposed to come out sometime this year. Um, Jenna, I just talked to Jenna today, actually. And she said that she's working on three, she's the poor thing has to like edit every single one of these chapters. I can't even imagine oh, wow. the work she's had to put into yeah. this. Um, so she had put a date for August, but she's hoping it's before that, but okay. I'm not sure. Great. So yeah. Yeah. I'll be interviewing Jenna in a Good. couple of weeks. So I'm Good. excited about Good. that. So yeah, yeah I'll have to have you great. back on and talk about the Enneagram. And- I would love that. All of that awesome stuff. Okay. So how can people find you? I know you're in New Hampshire and physically, but you're doing sessions over Zoom, right? Yep. Yep. So Mm -hmm. I do. So I do. I pretty much just do IFS consultation now. So for people, um, so if you're a mental health professional and you're looking to learn IFS or you're trying to get into a level one training or you're trying to get certified, then I can see you, you know, across States. But if you're looking for therapy, you need to be in New Hampshire because I'm licensed in New Hampshire. Um, yeah. So you can find me Tammy Salenberger.com. I have all the podcasts are there and there's transcripts to most of the podcasts there. And then, um, there's a free get to know a should part of you that you can download and um, all the things are there. So when I do a new class or whatever I'm doing, because I do Enneagram classes, IFS and Enneagram classes with Joan Ryan. And so, yeah, everything's there on my website, TammySalenberger.com. I'm on Instagram, IFS Tammy, Facebook, IFS Tammy, Twitter. <laughs> Perfect. All the yeah. things. All I'll the put, things. Yeah, I'll put all of that in the show notes. 
so people can have an easy access to those wonderful resources. Thank you so much. And thank you for doing this. I'm so excited you're doing some podcasting and I'm just excited to just partner with you and support you. So thank thank you you for having me on. Thank you so much, Tammy. I appreciate you so much as a friend, a resource and a guide and in all of this. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. I'm sorry about my dogs. Oh no, they're adorable. They're all good. They're excited. They're excited about the energy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.